Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Are You Really Living? with your host, Enrio Longchamp. Today, I have the privilege of welcoming a good friend of mine, Mr. John Fortaluce, to the show. I am sure I pronounced his last name wrong. However, he's going to pronounce it correctly. Uh, we will be discussing a various uh, topic of interest. Uh, with that being said, Mr. John, how are you? Go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, first off, I'd like to say happy holidays to all the listeners. Not Merry Christmas because, you know, we have all kinds of listeners out there based on their faith and different uh, belief. Um, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you and discussing um, this amazing um, on this amazing podcast um, as far as, you know, things that are happening in our community. All right. We're going to go ahead and jump right into it. So, Mr. John, I know you're into higher ed. Um, can you explain to our listeners what is higher ed and what does one do in that field? So typically, whenever you're talking, uh, when you're referring to higher ed, you're referring to any additional education after your um, regular K-12. Um, so typically, um, those are people, what we call colleges and university. Um, so typically with people that are in this domain, um, and my, in my understanding of it is um, there, there are different, you know, aspects of it as far as being a student and you have administrators and then you also have uh, faculty members. Uh, it's, it's definitely an amazing field. And I will say also, this is one of the fields that I feel like that's actually shaping our society because a lot of time we do need people who are able to think outside of the box mm -hmm. and ideally higher ed um, in that domain help you not just reading and writing, but it also kind of help you um, have the capacity to analyze things that are happening within our community. So higher ed is a very nice field, um, you know, whether you're considering going into teaching, um, you can become a full-time uh, faculty member um, doing research. You can even do it as a part-timer, mm -hmm. as an adjunct, um, still get paid good money as well. Um, but ideally, to go into that field, it does require some level of training, um, but it's definitely a good field to be in, and I enjoy it. I, I enjoy the concept of educating our youth, um, you know, telling them that, because remember, our youth is, are, they're the one who's next. Yeah. So we have to make sure that uh, we're educating them and providing them the resources that they need so that way when they take over, um, they can continue with the legacy as keeping us alive and um, moving being, forward moving to the forward next. With the evolution <laughs> aspects. Next year, really. Definitely. Okay. Now, as, as students are taking their education seriously, um, well, let me rephrase it. Are you noticing that people, students are taking their education more serious than in the past or less serious? Also, there's definitely a shift within the higher ed setting. Um, COVID kind of exposed us in that as aspect. I'll say previously, we were more concerned with education. Education had more essence. Um, education was definitely one of the way of as far as mobility, upward mobility when it comes to poverty line. So a lot of us, especially if you're, uh, if you're culture, if you're from the Caribbean, you kind of understand that you had to go to school mm -hmm, and not mm -hmm. afraid to make more money. But as of right now, as you're noticing, a lot of things are changing. So a lot of companies are really not asking as far as education, as long as you have the skills and you have like the training. So there's not really that much of a requirement. 
So previously, education had more value. As we moving forward, I'm noticing that there's definitely a change where money is kind of taking over and people not really going to school anymore as far as they used to prior. So now, you know, like, for instance, you're looking at technology, which is a very vast field. Mm -hmm. uh, before, it, it used to be a requirement for you to have a bachelor minimum. But right now, you can get a job in, as a, you know, Amazon Cloud practitioner with just a certificate. So you don't, you don't really need to go to school for that. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of companies are offering those, um, those trainings. So that's, I've seen those changing. And even with, when it comes to just making money, that's practically what society is drifting to. They're not really looking to just educate anymore. People just want something where they would make more money. So yeah. truck drivers, so a lot of people are going to that. So that's why we I'm noticing a lot of our youth are not really kinda into education as we as they used to be prior. So in other words, basically you're saying is in terms of the four year degree, you're not really seeing that uh uh that students really wanna go for that. They just wanna do that, let's say a training or a certificate take less time and then do a trait in other words instead of definitely the numbers are dropping the numbers are dropping drastically um you know the to to some of us obviously you've seen a lot of student uh, the issue is also uh, i'll mention student loan that's another aspect yeah. that um i would like to mention as well so being in that field where a lot of kids are noticing you know like as as you may know a lot of students are finishing their bachelor's master's with tons of student loans it's not ideal anymore. You're living in a, we in the middle of a recession. Yeah. So think of it as, you know, why would I do that to myself going to a four year degree where I could just get a training and get, get paid the same amount or if, if not even more. Also, yeah, the numbers are definitely dropping compared to before. Okay. However, how, what do you say to a parent that I'm like for the prior generation that had the belief that if their kids were to go to college, get that education, even though they're in they took that loan, that debt, but they'll be able to repay it. Um, what do you say to a parent like that? I will say um, education is a necessity overall. Um, so it's, I looked at it, I myself personally have student loan. Education, um, just like every other thing that we do in life, is an investment. Mm -hmm. Now, whether you decided to continue moving forward as far as um, once you gain that education, what are you able to do? Remember, um, you're living within a society. So the little that you can do, it's part of you providing and helping that society moving forward as far as evolution. Okay. So if you were to think of it as whatever death amount we have is not helping us, but also look at it in terms of the education that you have. What are you doing to society? What are you providing? Whether you're an educator, you're a lawyer, you know, you're helping people, you are providing a service to a society compared to before. Uh, so you can't really look at it as, you know, black and white. So there's some gray area to it. However, I'll also say that um, with the way that we're living in a capitalism system, mm -hmm. so money is definitely a thing. So if you have a way of getting that education where you don't have to kill yourself with the student loan, go for it. Start with a community college. You have Miami-Dade College. Um, you have Bar College, mm -hmm. Palm Beach um, State College. Those are all colleges that you can practically start, um, you know, just get an education. And they practically just giving out free money just so that you can get a free education. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Now, um, as we are wrapping up this section in terms of higher ed, in your opinion, is college still worth it? 
As an educator, I'll say yes, um, because the way I look at college is, um, like I, I mentioned prior, um, college is definitely a concept of where you're able to go inside. Um, it helps you think, you, mm-hmm. you understand. So you can, yes, you still have the capacity to go to a trade school and learn something manual, which is perfect. But as, as the aspect of putting you into a setting where you're able to analyze things, to see things into a pers- different perspectives. This is what college do. So it's definitely worth it, not just to just get a training, but to also allow you to understand those who came before you. Mm-hmm. And then as you continue moving forward, you're going to continuously create that um, changes that's happening where you have to um, make the next generation know that, you know, college is here. And this is one of the ways that we're able to um, just move forward. And all, one last thing I must say as we're finishing up, a lot of people kind of get this confused of education and intelligence. So that's probably going to be a different time. Yeah, yeah we're definitely going to do a, a whole <laughs> um, um, episode on that. For one. sure, for sure. Yeah, those are two different things. And it's very important, you know. Some, I mean, even in my field, I see it that, yes, a person can have a degree, master's, and a lawyer and doctor. And in some aspect, they're not educated. Exactly. They're exactly. not intelligent in certain things. So. Um, I can see and understand exactly what you mean by that. Um, so now we're going to shift into something else in terms of your service, uh, your military service. So thank you for your service as a veteran. Um, when you serve, what branch did you serve in? The U.S. Army. U.S. Army. And how long were you uh, you served for? It was, it was about four years, I want to say. Four years? Yeah. Did you get to see combat? No. No. Unfortunately. I was I did receive an order um to go overseas. However, um I had some family issue and then the earthquake when my mom was telling Haiti mm-hmm. um I was not able I was getting ready to do uh operation of Iraq, which initially changed the operation of Afghanistan. But the the earthquake um kinda where I was able like I was literally in the training by December and uh January we were getting ready to to shift out mm-hmm. and then the earthquake happened and I told him at this moment mentally I wasn't ready because I was I was not able to hear what my mom was my sister everyone was still in Haiti and from there you know things kind of shift wow see I wasn't even aware of that is it okay if I ask you if uh, your your mother your sister you were able to find them after yeah, the earthquake yeah they were fine they were thank fine you, thank you yeah okay so that I didn't know about that <laughs> yes, but thank you so. I uh wow that's this, that must have been tough on you. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, life typically kind of you know there's a lot in, unexpected, and I think that's one of the things that the military training for. As you go, things don't usually go as planned, and you just always got to be prepared for the unknown. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the aspects of the unknown. But, but did you always want to be part of the military, or as you were finishing high school, you you thought to yourself, you know, that you you wanted to give it a shot. To be honest with you, I think my back in Haiti, nineteen ninety five, when I was a kid, I initially saw when the U.S. Army hit their um, boots on the ground mm-hmm. uh, um, during the Aristide um, era, and it was intriguing because I felt like they had some kind of power. So I guess as a kid and my subconscious, it was there because we kind of heard that the U.S. military is one of the strongest one. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I was always kind of like intrigued to know what makes them the strongest one to actually get that training to realize that is there something special about it. 
However, I, when I kind of came here, it kind of shifted because I was always into education. Um, it it wasn't really something that initially that I'm, I I was really into. Okay. But it's just life happened, you know. I was kind of after high school. I was kind of still unsure of what was happening with my life. I knew I wanted to go to school, but I wasn't really sure exactly to what. Um, I, when, when I'm in school, I'm in college. And, you know, I kind of feel like, you know what, why not give it a try? And okay. then from there, maybe I'll be able to kind of, like, figure out who I am. Because that was one of the things also, uh, finding out exactly who I am and where am I going, what's my purpose here on Earth. So those are all those things that I was kind of, like, battling with at 18, you know, finishing high school. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And then you were able to, I guess, the discipline within the military was able to put you on that track in terms of finding what you wanted to do. I mean, I wasn't someone who was not disciplined, so yeah. I'll, I'll not say this is something that, you know, like, it kind of, you know, a lot of times people think, oh, yeah, the, the military give you this, this. Yes, they do have that discipline aspect, aspect of, you know, making sure, like, you follow uh, whatever you started. You have to be there in time with certain things. Um, however, it, it, it did help me see a lot of things. It did, I uh, was able to go there and, and you know, find myself, kind of find out things that I don't like because... I had enough time to go to training and realizing why am I doing what am what am I doing right now? What's the purpose of this? Am I really helping others? Am yeah. I really helping society moving forward? Those those are some of the things I was you know I started to kind of you know finding the answer to as I was in there. Now, when you got out, where how was the transition from military life into civilian life? I think the people who've seen combat are definitely different because I know a lot of my brothers who have been to combat, they typically are required, um, not required, but it is advisable for them to kind of see um, counseling uh -huh. because of the things that they've seen. Uh, but for me, it, it was still a shift because, you know, like coming back to realize that things are totally different because with the military, you have your, your schedule set up. Everything is just a go. Now, when you come out to the civilian life, you have to figure out what's happening. Where, where do I go from there? Yeah. What's next? What career do I pick? So there's still this unknown of what you have to fight with, you know. Uh, so living there, it, it was definitely a shift. But it, I did take some time to kind of like get adjust. But it wasn't really something drastic compared to a, a lot of my brothers who I know still kind of going through it mm -hmm. as far as PTSD some of them still can't even get back and you know because I've, I've with stories of you know when they came back and realizing how most people didn't really appreciate or don't really understand the sacrifices that some of those guys are making and coming back realizing that just people are just living their life and don't really care for them uh, so those are some of the things you know like i've noted i've heard from my brothers um both gone my fellow brothers my fellow vets but um for me um it wasn't really that much of a drastic change. Change, yeah. Now, you mentioned something about counseling. Is it something you would recommend? And also, I know within our community, when I mean our community, I'm talking about black men, um, people from the Caribbean. We don't really believe, or should I say, we don't really appreciate or understand the reason for counseling. So I, I guess my question is, is it something you, you've, have, you've experienced or would recommend people to do? Or what's your, what's your stand on that? Um, when it comes to counseling in a black community, that is something that there's, there has been some stigma 
within our community that, you know, remember with a lot of white males, especially with soldiers way, way back, um, you know, we come to a conclusion where anytime we're facing certain hardship or issue, they just tell us to tough it up, mm-hmm. you know, like just get through it, stop crying, stop being a baby, even with oppression or things that are happening, you just have to just not like it never happened. Slavery, you know, all that is almost like it never happened. Yeah. We're still waiting for reparation, so that's another topic by itself. Sure, sure. Um, but I would definitely say that as far as um, counseling, um, there's different method of counseling. You know, find whatever that works for you. You know, so it's, it's something that I would definitely advise someone to do. Uh, seek professional help. Uh, if you're not comfortable with someone, or it, it, it could be a family member, um, you know, it could be sport, whatever things that you find that's able to kind of like help you get through it, where you're able to find yourself understanding your purpose in life and, you know, forgive yourself for certain things that you did. Because a lot of time, I think that's, that's what it comes down to. A lot of those soldiers was coming back, realizing that why they did what they did and trying to get an understanding of it, you know, trying to Mm -hmm. be able to forgive themselves for things that they've done and now coming back in to realize that, yo, I I, I did this and I don't see the the point of it. I regret it, you know, so it's like, you're hearing every hour, like, almost like a, we lost a veteran and suicide. So um, that's definitely uh, fine professional counseling. In fact, I actually have uh, one of my brother right now. He's in um, he's in the military serving as a behavior tech. Okay. So, you know, typically stu- soldiers come to him as far as counseling where he's able to tell them, you know, when they're getting ready to deploy, making sure that their mind is, is, is right, you know, because if your mind is not right, you're not going to be able to get the job done, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Now, uh, in, now we are closing the military <laughs> service aspect of our conversation. Now we're going to jump into the next aspect of our conversation, which is um, religion. Um, you and I, we talked about this before, but I wanted to get an understanding in terms of, as far as my understanding, is that you basically walked away from the church. And church, religion, you walked away from those. So, what was the trigger for you? In other words, what made you go and said, you know what, I'm walking away from the church and religion? It, it all started with this whole fighting that I've, I've been, I mentioned to you, where finding myself, you know, as a youth, a black man in, in, in America, you left your country, you come into a country, and you start asking questions, you know, like, why are we on earth? Where am I going? Now you're looking at your culture, how they able to practically just, um, you know, make it seems like everything that you're doing in there is bad, and in their culture is the, the right culture. Uh, you start asking questions. It comes down to me finding myself. That's what it comes down to. And I'm still searching. Not that I have an answer yet. But as I'm asking certain questions, I realized that the church didn't have the answer. So I had to step outside to find those answers. I'm still looking. Not that I have the answer for it. However, I can tell you that a lot of those questions, it, it just is not inside a church. So if I'm sitting there trying to find answer to some of those questions that I have and the church doesn't have it, why am I there? So, are you saying, I guess, uh, we don't want to be controversial, but my question is, are you saying you don't believe in God? Okay, so when you say believe in God, 
this this is this is the, the the concept that I endure when I'm talking to people because a lot of time we we have this idealistic concept of when we're talking about God it's this 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 big man who's seen everything who created everything and yet God and and the Bible has mentioned that no one ever seen him you understand so like for me to say that I believe in God like. I, I used to, I grew up learning about God and everything, but then again, like I said, as far as me, you know, watching what's happening in today's society, where's God? Like, people are dying, slavery, kids are dying with cancer, you know, things are happening, earthquake, you know, like, what, like a, a loving God will sit there and let all those things happening. Yeah, well, now let me ask you this question. You're... You mentioned in the beginning your mother's and sister, the earthquake that happened in Haiti back in 2010. You don't believe that God had a hand, his hand to protect your mother and sister and your family member that did not perish in that earthquake? If, if, I, if, I, if I agree to the statement, what would that say to those who die? The, those who died, was, were, were, were they not his kid or, or mine's a favorite? You, you understand? I understand, yeah, but so, I don't have the answer to your specific question. But to my specific question, how do you answer that? I mean, I believe it's just a, 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 we life is is playing out, right? So if if any if I were to tell you that same God that uh, we believe in, he he's seen it all. He see that if you go into heaven or hell, what's going to happen to you tomorrow? Would you say that life is already pre planned? We all have an expiration date on us. So whether it's today or tomorrow, we're all going to go one day. But to say that just because I didn't die today, that it's God, it could be. We don't We don't know. That's the thing. Like None of us know because no one never actually met him. But for one of us to claim that. Because I truly believe that as an individual, we all have the capacity to be God. Mm-hmm. You, you believe we all have the capacity to be God. The, the God is the good in you. The God doesn't have to be something... Um, you know, superpowering. You understand? Mm-hmm. So the God is the good in you. So anytime you're doing good, I don't need a voice of someone to say that I'll need, I need to treat you good as my brother. I need to respect you. If you're hungry, I need to feed you. I don't need a, a doctor to tell me that. So the good in me is the God telling me to, to, to do the right thing, to love you. Just, I don't need to know you just to love you. You understand? I see, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. But, so in other words, you do not, you don't believe in God. So, I guess my next question will be, what do you believe in? Because you have to believe in something. So, I, I, I think t- 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 this is this is one of the things I, I, I would love for us to really start doing to our youth. Is, is to have us understanding that when you grew up, trying to find yourself. You grew up where everything about your culture has been trash. Everything that you thought you knew, everything that you learned has been a lie. Now you have to unlearn and relearn everything all over again. Now the concept is not what do you believe in. You need to start by believing in yourself. Because if you were to understand that your only self is the only thing that can kind of like help you get through this. Obviously your mom and your dad. So the the next thing, the closest thing I'll say to God, to me personally, I'll say is my mother because that's the person who gave me life. Mm-hmm. You understand? 
So to say um, that I don't believe in God, I will not clearly say that I don't, I don't believe in God. Um, but there's, there's, I have a lot of unanswered questions. I would like to get answers to those questions. So, so what, basically what I'm getting from you, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, is that if you don't see it, touch it, it's hard for you to believe it. Not necessarily. It, it could it could be there uh, that you could if there's a God there. There's there's a God there. You understand. But my thing is, it's not even if I see it or I don't need to believe. It. That's not the idea. My thing is, if there's a like if there's a God, like like what why the suffering? What's the purpose of the suffering? He has the all the ultimate power to end it all. Why the sickness? Why the cancer? Why the war? Why the hungry? Why the poverty? You understand. So like this is the idea where. As every human being, why do we have to wait until we die to relieve this all amazing eternity life? Why can't we do it now? Well, we are. I mean, we are. We are living. <laughs> <laughs> we are living. So I guess you you making the point is you you have to live. Don't restrain yourself when you live. Is that what you're making the point? At? <laughs> There, there, there is a lot to to I, this. This, this is the, the one of the thing I enjoy about religion. As human, we don't enjoy not knowing. So anytime when we don't know something, we go crazy. So we start making up our own things, right? So death is one of those aspects that human being has never been able to really understand. Obviously, with the um, Egyptian, they were able to kind of you know make their own understanding and their own belief about it. Yet, like, no one has never gone and come back and tell us, this is what I've seen. This is what's happening. So I think for me, like, I've, what my understanding is, is that a lot of people don't know what happened after death. So that's the concept where we start creating our own God. Because if you understand, the the most powerful thing that we've seen is, is nature. If we're trying to comprehend what is God, God will be nature because like we can we cannot live without nature and nature practically make or break us. But what if I were to tell you God created nature? Have you seen it? Did you see it when he was creating it? Like th- those are all concepts that we, we, we assume but we, we don't know because no one never met him as the Bible said, yes? Well, have you have you experienced any miracle in your life? Have you experienced anything that you will say that was a miracle? What when you say miracle, what's a miracle? Miracle, for example, you know, um, you were about to leave your house, you forgot to get your key, or you forgot something. You went back in the house, and when you ended up leaving, an accident happened. And if you were to be in that road those few seconds before, it would have been you in that accident. It, it, it just it wasn't met. It wasn't a miracle. But that, that is a miracle if you think about it. It is a miracle. You're, 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 the accident, you were spared from that accident. Understand this concept. Faith. Most Christian people are living a lifestyle of faith. Now, if you were to understand what faith is, faith is almost like an assumption. You're not sure of something. If you believe in something, it's not a faith as far as... If you know something, I'm sorry, it's not a faith anymore. If I know you, you know me. It's... There's not like a belief system in there. You understand? So we, this whole concept, whether there's a God or not, we really don't know. We can sit here and pretty much go in and out. And based on what the Bible had said, you know, God created all. He created the good and the evil. Okay, so he is responsible for the evil. 
while we only want to give him credit for the good. So he created Satan. Well, he didn't create Satan. He kicked Satan out. But who who ultimately creates Satan? I don't know. He gives Satan all the all, all the powers. Those questions, um, I, I'm gonna have to have a, either a priest or a pastor come on, and then we can discuss those questions, and then <laughs> we have an answer. But with that being said, uh, if anybody want to reach out to you or any advice, I don't know if you have you have, you have your Twitter or social media handle you want to give on the show. So if anybody want to reach out to you. Um, I'm not really big on social media just because I'm noticing how, uh, you know, I, I try my best to, to keep a private life in the sense of just just trying to find myself. Because when you start mangling into those social media, you just lost yourself. Um, definitely, um, you know, you have my number. Uh, if no one, if, if anyone are interested as far as reaching out to me, if you need any advice on colleges, um, how to navigate the school system. I'm definitely available, whether it's Miami Day or FIU, Broad College, anything as far as training. Um, I'm here to assist. Thank you very much. With that being said, uh, we'd like to uh, thank everybody for listening. Please, if you haven't, subscribe, like, and share. And remember, we all have an expiration date. Live your life to the fullest. Hashtag, are you really living? Thank you, Mr. John.